Welcome back to the Self-Care Bestie podcast. I'm your host, Kathleen Burse, LCSW, and I am so excited that you are here today. I'm going to be sharing about ways to improve your mental health, and specifically, I'm talking about 20 things that I'm doing for my mental health in 2020. So if you're listening to this in real time, it is February 5th, 2020, so we're well into 2020. But um, I just wanted to share this with you because I thought it was important to share about the things that I prioritize for my mental health. Some of them may surprise you and, and kind of just to inspire you in case you want to try anything new for your mental health this year or beyond. So I would like to welcome you into 2020, obviously. It sounds crazy. I can obviously visibly remember sitting in my sociology class my senior year of high school and our teacher referencing something in the year 2020 and feeling sure that we'd be driving around in spaceships by then. My husband is definitely disappointed that hoverboards a la Back to the Future are not a permanent fixture in transportation yet, but what can you do? I feel like this decade just snuck right up on us. So anyways, as I said, I wanted to start the year off by sharing this list of 20 things that I'm doing to improve my mental health this year in the hopes that some or all of them could inspire you to think about ways you might prioritize improving your own mental health this year and beyond. So if you have any other ideas for improving your mental health, obviously I love to hear about them. You can always find me on Instagram at self underscore care underscore bestie, or you can email me at Kathleen, I'm sorry, C-B-E-A-R-S-E, counseling, all one word, at gmail.com. All right, so the number one thing I'm doing to improve my mental health this year is prioritizing working out, but like for real. So I know that everyone always says they're going to start working out more at the outset of the new year, but I really mean it this time. And if you don't believe me, I've actually been making it a priority for the entire entirety of 2020 already and before that. So I realized during our very stressful foster care stuff that was going on in December of 2019 that I'm just a better person when I work out. I'm just happier. I know Elle Woods told me I'd be happy and avoid murdering anyone when Legally Blonde came out if I exercise, but now I'm to the point where I can no longer make excuses when it comes to working out. For me, if I don't work out first thing in the morning, it's just not going to happen. So that's exactly what I've been doing. I've been committed to working out four mornings per week, and I've actually been doing it for the most part. Some mornings, you know, if the kids are sick or something, or something else happens, or I've been under the weather, then obviously I don't. But whether I'm watching something from the vault on Disney Plus on the elliptical or sweating off my booty in spin class, I'm making morning workouts happen and for the first time in a really long time. So I'm really excited to keep up with it consistently. All right, number two, I am taking daily supplements. So I've shared before that I'm a huge believer in vitamin D to fight the winter blues, but I also think it's worth noting that it's an amazing mood booster for anyone who might be low on vitamin D like myself. I've also been taking omega-3s and I notice healthier skin, shinier hair, and I just feel good knowing that I'm doing something good for my heart because heart disease runs in my family. So taking care of our physical bodies is another amazing way to improve your mental health and the mind and body, as you know, are so inextricably connected. Um, I use a service called Home Nutrition to get my supplements delivered to my house without even having to think about it each month. So it keeps me consistent because I never have the excuse of running out. If you are interested in checking out Hum, 
H-U-M. You can go to their website, Hum Nutrition, and use the code 152AC2 to get $10 off your first month. All right, number three, I am making seven or more hours of sleep a non-negotiable. So this one goes without saying, right? Nevertheless, I'm doing the darn thing. Case in point, I was Google hanging out with two of my favorite people the other night. And at the stroke of 9.30, I was like, guys, I'm so sorry. I've got to go to bed. I've got to get up and work out tomorrow. Would I have rather sit up and talk to them? Yes. But I'm so glad I hit the hay early so I could get my workout in and feel as good as I do right now. So this is just what it is. It's all about making priorities and making habits. All right, number four, I'm limiting alcohol to a couple of days per week. Don't get me wrong, I love a glass of wine or two on a girl's night or date night with my husband. I mean, I mean, I love it anytime really, but that's just not healthy or responsible. So instead of having a glass of wine while cooking dinner and another one while watching a movie with my husband, I'm just not. I'm looking at my week ahead of time and saying, okay, what two or three days would I like to have a glass of wine? And then I'm going to plan for that. And the other days, I'm drinking water and seltzer and the occasional Coke because YOLO. Whoever said Coke doesn't improve your mental health was seriously disturbed. Hashtag legally blonde for life. All right. You know, sorry. Just had to. All right. Number five. I'm having the house cleaned once a month. I've been doing this for over a year now, and it is literally the happiest day of the month for me. I will continue having cleaners come once a month as long as the good Lord allows for it. Can I get an amen? Okay, number six, I'm correcting my negative self-talk as soon as I notice it. So just because I'm a therapist doesn't mean I'm immune to negative self-talk. Thankfully, it's gotten way better, aka more manageable over the years, and that I don't believe everything I feel and I'm much quicker to notice when I'm in a negative mindset. So I'm going to keep up with this because like I always tell my clients, I wouldn't speak to a friend in a rude way, so I shouldn't be speaking to myself that way either. And, spoiler alert, neither should you. All right, number seven, I'm spending more time outside. So after reading The Nature Fix late last year, I've become more convinced than ever that nature is one of the absolute best ways to improve mental health. I see myself and my kids come alive in the best ways possible when we're outside, whether we're hiking a trail or spending a day at the beach or just simply having dinner on the deck. I'm definitely going to be making time for outside play for our entire family this year. Number eight, intentionally unplugging from time to time. Now, this one is not new for 2020. It's been on my mind and something I've been trying to do for a couple of years now. However, I'm actually thinking of doing phone-free Sundays and just seeing how that goes because so much of my business is on my phone, so it's easy for me to make excuses as to why I need to have my phone nearby But the reality is, they're mostly just excuses. All right, number nine, I am going to be noticing joyful moments and celebrating them. I just want to be on the lookout for joy and maybe take a picture of it when it's happening and then celebrate those pictures and little things. I want to feel and express gratitude for the little joys that I usually end up taking for granted. I hope to be more aware of those beautiful little life moments this year. All right, ten. Tracking my water intake each day. I've been trying to drink eight glasses of water each day for a couple months now. And every time I drink eight ounces of water, I mark it down in my planner. Some days it feels easy to get to eight glasses and some days not so much. 
but I was climbing into bed the other night after a day of drinking eight full glasses and I said to my husband, you know what? I seriously do feel so much better when I drink eight glasses of water a day. I'm less tired, I'm less bloated, I feel lighter and brighter and honestly just so much better. And he looked at me and laughed and was like, Kath, it's not fake news. (laughs) Drinking water makes people feel better. All right, fine. File that away under real news. I'm sold. Ugh, number 11, not feeling the need to explain myself every time I say no or yes. I used to give a long, carefully crafted explanation every time I told someone something they probably didn't want to hear or wouldn't agree with. Well, here in the roaring 20s, I mean, I'm going to start calling it that. That's a, that's a thing, right? I'm not about it. We don't need to explain ourselves every time I say no or yes or do what I do. Do what you do. Just just do it. And we don't need to have an explanation for it every single time. Number 12, spending time with people who light me up and let me be me. So I love being my fully crazy, fully out there, fully me self. The one where I feel like a kid again and just love to make people laugh and act a fool. I love the people who let me do this and be this. And I fully intend to spend more time with them this year. My time is precious, and so is yours, and I want to be with people who love the real me so much that they let me be her all the time. All right, number 13, these kind of go hand in hand, avoiding drama at all costs. I have to agree with the great Mary J. Blige and say, no more drama in our lives. I am 37 years old. If you're bringing drama reminiscent of when I was 12 to 17 years old into this here space, I'm going to have to say no thanks. I don't want to be a part of it, and I'm not willing to compromise on this. Got to protect my heart and mind, and again, not apologize for it. Number 14, mixing up my workouts. Now, I have discovered an app called ClassPass for this, and it has probably seriously more than half the reason why I've been able to be so consistent with my morning workouts. You can use the app to schedule fitness classes or gym time in all different studios and gyms near you. I'm the type that gets bored with working out in the same way all the time, so I feel like ClassPass was made for people like me. It's also super affordable, and I'm getting just so many of the classes and gym times I book for an awesome discount just by booking them through ClassPass. And this is not sponsored in any way. I'm just telling you about it because ClassPass is a huge game changer for me. Okay, number 15. You're still with me, right? I am not going to feel guilty for treating myself. Now, if my husband is listening to this, sorry, not sorry, love you, babe. But while I have been known to buy a cute shirt on sale or a new skincare product when I run out of an old one, there are certain things I'd love to do for actual self-care that I don't ever do, like get a massage, at least once or twice or maybe even thrice this year. And when I do, I'm going to try super hard not to feel guilty about it because there's no need to feel guilty for treating mama to a little R&R at the spa once in a while or whatever else floats your boat. Am I right? Number 16. I'm going to set myself up for financial success. So much stress in my clients' lives and in my own life over the years has been due to money. It's the root of all stress and probably, you know, evil too. While I'm super thankful to be in a good place financially right now, otherwise, obviously, the aforementioned massages wouldn't be making the list, I'd like to prioritize getting to an even better place financially and staying there. In short, I don't want to be worrying about debt or money at all in 2021, if at all possible. All right, number 17, 
keeping my appointments for the doctor and dentist, etc. All those appointments. Now with three kids, it can be hard to make sure that they all get to their appointments sometimes, let alone me getting to mine. So no matter what this year, I'm going to keep my appointments as much of a priority as my children's. Because if mom ain't healthy, well, let's be honest, that's not really an option, is it? <laughs> we can't get sick. We're moms. No, seriously, if I've said it before, I'm going to keep saying it until I'm blue in the face. Your physical health needs to stay in check as part of keeping your mental health in check too. Number 18, trusting my gut. I just want to prioritize tuning into my gut instinct and what God is telling me as much as possible. I just want to listen to that inner voice and I don't want to look for validation from others as much as just from God and from me. And I think that will make decisions in my life in general just a lot easier. Number 19, scheduling a therapy appointment whenever I want or need one. And again, this goes without saying, especially through our foster care journey, therapy has been a game changer for me. So I'm going to keep up with all that stuff. All right, last but not least, number 20, giving myself plenty of grace when I fall short on any of the things that I just talked about. Because let's be honest, it's going to happen. In fact, I've already had days where I haven't drank all the water. I've had a week where I've only exercised a couple times instead of four. And I've let the occasional negativity slip in and stay a little too long. But I've learned enough to know that progress is way better than perfection. And perfection doesn't exist anyway. So grace and more grace, that's my mantra for 2020. Are you with me? I want to know what else are you doing this year to improve your mental health? And I want to point you in the direction of my website, selfcarebestie.com. I have so many free resources for you to make your mental health goals a reality this year. I've got a guide to reduce your negative self-talk. I've got a self-love workbook. I've got an anxiety-reducing email course. Seriously, it is all yours for the taking today at selfcarebestie.com. Thanks so much for listening, and I can't wait to connect with you again soon.